Amen, amen, amen. Good morning. My name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you why I'm laughing. I was trying to um I was trying to do something with the radio station and I accidentally turned it off. I mean completely off. <laughs> And so I'm just kind of laughing at myself because I'm like, oh, shoot, that ain't going to (laughs) help. I just turned that sucker off. I hit the wrong button. It wasn't that I couldn't see the button. I just, you know how you're moving too fast? I'm just moving too fast and hit the wrong button. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was funny. I thank God that it recovered quickly. Glory to God. We're gonna uh today is uh John 14 and 12 Thursdays and Amen, Amen, Amen. We are gonna open up in prayer and then uh, we're also going to put on the whole armor of God and then uh we're gonna let God do his thing. You know, God be talking. God is talking through this. This is his his thing. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I am so happy to be a part of what you're doing, Lord. Oh, Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for not giving up on us. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us sweet sleep. Amen. And waking up refreshed. Amen. As you bless us, you also bless the people in our household because we praying for them too. Amen. I thank you, Lord God, that everybody got sweet sleep. And if they didn't get sweet sleep last night, tonight they'll get sweet sleep and wake up refreshed tomorrow. I thank you, Lord God, for your strength and your... I thank you, Lord God, for being my source of life, oh, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for you made every man, Lord God, and we just thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love and for your joy. You put a song in our heart, oh, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for manifesting your love in our life through the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. For you, Lord God, lead us in the way to go. I thank you, Lord God, for ordering our steps. I thank you, Lord God, that we fulfill every every word that you wrote in our book of life. For we, you made us, you called us righteous and righteous we became. We, we were forgiven of our sins and made, we made a confession of faith. I thank you, Lord God, that we are obedient, hallelujah, to your word. We keep the word of God. We keep Jesus' word, your word, and we don't depart from it. Even we don't, when we uh, don't like it, especially when we don't like it. Or maybe we, we, we're not having full understanding. I thank you, Lord God, that you give us understanding, Lord God, that we may have, that we speak absolute truth as you do, and that we have absolute uh, obedience uh, unto you, and that we have our free will to ask you questions. Because obedience, uh, disobedience sometimes comes when people don't understand, and they listen to the people or the things around them or the spirits around them, instead of the Holy Spirit, instead of the Lord God Almighty, Jehovah God, instead of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you that I listen to you, Lord God, Amen. We have an, I have an ear to hear. My listeners have an ear to hear. Amen. Well, 
my human being listeners have an ear to hear. I thank you, Lord God, that they hear the spirit of the Lord is saying, and you shut the mouth of the enemy. Lord God, that they can hear you clearly always. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for praying for the things I have not and know not. And I thank you, Lord God, that we are of sound mind and sound body always. That our days are not cut short, lest you come. And so your appointed time to come is not a day cut short, but it's the beginning of our eternity. So I thank you, Lord God, that our days are not cut short, but our days are eternal in you always. Meaning, Lord God, do not allow us to backslide from you. I thank you, Lord God, even as our enemy is running about this earth, creating wars and starting wars and, and, and tempting people into starting wars. I thank you for your victory. I thank you, Lord God, for your glory. We cast down every imagination and high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We cast down every uh, lying campaign in the name of Jesus. We cast down every spirit of death in the name of Jesus. For in you, Lord God, hallelujah, we live into eternity. We are with you always. And we give when we give up the ghost, we don't give it up in terror. But we transition home in your glory, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for your blessings. I thank you, Lord God, for your blessings. And for every person that was cut down in Ukraine or in Africa or in Saudi Arabia or Afghanistan. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you do for them as you said you would in your word. You extend mercy to whom you'll extend mercy. You extend grace to whom you'll extend grace. I thank you, Lord God, that their families know that they are not forgotten. I thank you, Lord God, for justice for the Jew and for the redeemed. That the Jew may receive salvation and that the redeemed may receive justice as you did for Abel. And as you did for Jesus, and as you've done for us that have received your salvation. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you. Amen. Okay. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. We're putting on the whole armor of God. Amen, amen, amen. Y'all already know where we're going. We're going to Luke 24.45. And Luke 24.45 gets everything started up in here. Alright, Luke 24.45. It says, Then then open he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Amen. I agree. I agree with God. Everything that the Lord Jehovah God, Jesus, Holy Ghost, got to say, I'm like, yes. So agree with God. Amen. You got to understand it for the scriptures. The scriptures just open up. Amen. And so what is what what is the word? What is these scriptures? Jesus. 
So Jesus is revealing to you what this means. Where does he get his revelation from? The Father. So that means you got a direct connect because Jesus just prayed for you in that scripture to the Father. And he's going to give you understanding of these scriptures. Amen. Jesus is the key. Here we go. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm on Ephesians chapter 6. Oh, I wash my hands so much. They get, oh, they so dry. All right. So Ephesians chapter 6, starting off with verse 10. In the name of Jesus, I receive relief from my hands, my skin. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost relief. The holy anointing of heaven. Amen. Get some of that palm oil from heaven. Glory to God. Uh, all right. So let me see here. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. So Ephesians chapter 6. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking a shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ. And sincerity, amen. Go to Numbers 6, 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. 
For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Remember, the weapon formed against you shall prosper. Isaiah fifty four thirteen through seventeen. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire. And that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. <clears throat> You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. It's a beautiful day. Amen. I believe that I'm going to have a great day today. Today is my day to be blessed, y'all. I know I said that yesterday and the day before. And I'm going to say it tomorrow. Today is my day to be blessed. I'm going to say tomorrow, then the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Remember, every day is your day to be blessed. Now, robbing, stealing, killing, cheating, that's not blessings. Don't go around robbing people. Don't do that. Don't go around hurting people. Don't do that. Don't do that. They don't don't help you. They don't serve you well. Whatever you do to the body of Christ, whatever you do to man, remember man is made in the image of God. Whatever you do to man, God's going to get justice. He's going to seek vengeance. So, let's say for example, you steal $1 from somebody. Well, God's going to steal 7 from you plus a fifth of everything that you took. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's like nine to ten dollars almost. That's a lot. It ain't worth it. It's better to go sell a bottle of water and get a dollar than to go steal something from somebody. It ain't worth it. Anyway. Uh, you know I'm always out and about just trying to, you know, just stretch my legs and Sometimes I go out and I'll try and uh, get um, listeners for the radio station and whatnot. And I'm working on that. Uh, I know uh, I'm working on getting some giveaways. 
All right, we're going to do John 14, 12 in a second. I just want to talk a little bit. It's okay if I talk. Uh, and so um, before what I would do is I would go and stand outside and just hold up my sign. I got a few people from that. Um, consistency is probably um, a better thing than standing outside because it's super windy and um all that pollution gets up in your nose. Oh, dirt, grass, and all that stuff. Um, this is why. Anyway, um, and so um, I'm trying to also, I, everything I can think of to get more listeners. Not just, um, you know, so I can reap the blessing financially or whatnot. Because I do need a blessing. I believe it. I, believe, I mean, I believe I received, but because um, as people listen to the radio station, they'll hear the gospel being preached, and those that ain't saved will get saved. Those are backslidden and return to Jesus, Amen. And those that I say, you know, may you know be something for them to listen to and to grow from it. So the goal is to be a blessing, and so if you could um, share the link. Uh, com. share um, you can even share direct for the radio station um, I'm on Radio Garden as well so you can look that up um, I'm on internet-radio.com under LUTG Radio and so um, check, listen to the radio station it'd be great if you just come straight to the website I'm still fixing it but um just, you know, come to the radio, come to the station, check it out. Let me know uh, what I can, you know, if you see something on there, maybe we can improve. Let me know. Glory to God. <laughs> and so. All right. So. Um, I'm spitting a lot. And so anyway, uh, I just want you to check it out. Check out the radio station. All right. Share it. Um, we got a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. A lot of videos on YouTube. Um, we got on the Amazon channel, so check that out. We're just trying to. I'm just trying to get the gospel out any way I possibly can. We're on Anchor uh, FM and Spreaker and a bunch of different places. So, all right, y'all. I'm gonna list them all up though, cause I had them listed. I have them listed, but I'm gonna see if I can make a better list, and make it a little bit easier. All right. We're going to get the gospel out, promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, John 14 and 12. I'm in the King James Version. Oh, glory to God. Remember, we're going to have a great day today. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcast. John 14 and 12 says, Verily, verily, that means pay attention, y'all. I say unto you, this is Jesus talking. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do, the works that I do, shall he do also. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now, he already telling you, you great. Now, you're going to do greater. 
and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. So in John 14 and 12, Jesus tells us because we believe on him, we made a confession of faith unto him. We are following him. We are his disciples. He says, because you believe my word and you turn not from it, you are made righteous and being made righteous. You are great. He called you great. You always hear people say, so-and-so is the goat. They the goat. The greatest of all times. They the goat. Well, I choose not to say the goat because goat represents a spirit. It represents sin. And I know they're doing it. They're saying it in fun. You can say whatever you want to say about yourself. I ain't got no problem with that. Say what you want to say about yourself. Um, but God, Jesus called you greater. That's what I'm looking at. You ain't got on the cross. You didn't take 39 lashes across your back. You didn't go down to the pit of hell and be tormented and had to memorize the book of Psalms. You didn't do that. You didn't say, Lord God, don't, don't leave me. Don't forget me. You didn't do that. Jesus did that. And he goes, look, I'm going to get this to you. Because see, in Psalm 16, he goes, preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, mind, will, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. Thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth and, and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. Jesus is delighting in the Lord. He called God excellent. And then instead of him asking God for favor for himself, he says, oh, no. Extend your goodness to my disciples. To those that believe on me, as they believe on me, they are believing on you. They're hearing from you. Lord God, extend your goodness to my disciples. Jesus has given us everything. He goes, you're greater. You're great. Now do greater. Jesus is saying, you're great. Now do greater. Do greater. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. They drink offerings of blood. Their drink offerings of blood will not offer nor take up their names into my lips. So they're saying, he's saying, Lord God, some of them are they're, they're, they're following these false gods and following our enemy and the enemy Ain't going to get them to me. That's a, that you ever hear. There's many roads to heaven. All roads lead to heaven. Have right. That's a truth, but that's not an absolute truth. Why is that a truth? Because you are a living, breathing spirit made by God. Who breathed into the nostrils of this dirt that he called Adam. And Adam became a living soul. His God's breath made whoosh, blood, ligaments, bones, vessels, water. 
in your body made you made Adam a man. And from Adam, he got the rib. He made a woman. That's a person without a penis. God made us to be like him. We're made in his image. He made us to be like he is. And like he is, is like Jesus is. Who does not turn from him, who worships him, who is never far from him. That's how we're supposed to be. God loved us so much that he gave his only son to take our punishment. That our names would be on the lips of Christ. Intercede in far behalf in the courts of heaven. The place of final judgment. Verse 5. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. What? The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance. Hold on. Jesus is saying that the father is his inheritance. You know, an inheritance is something that you get is a, it's a gigantic benefit or you, you, you hope it's a gigantic benefit. But normally when you call something an inheritance, it's something that is an abundant blessing. That's how we look at inheritance. I mean, you, you take on, you receive the blessings, you know, the goodness of what a parent may have left or auntie or uncle may have left. You, you take on the goodness and often it's in a form of money or resources, currency, power, strength, joy. Because I can tell you this, while poor people can have joy in their life, there's days when they go, Lord God, I love you and I thank you for my life. I really need enough money to pay for this. I want to be rich. And you'll find some rich people say, Lord God, I got everything. I really want your joy. So what does that mean? Everybody needs Jesus. And here Jesus is saying, everybody needs the father because the father is his inheritance. The father is his future. The father is his eternity. An inheritance is meant to last 240 years in, in the earth. That's the estimate. But with Jesus, an inheritance is meant to last an eternity. In eternity. The Lord is my portion. The Lord. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance. And of my cup. What's Jesus' cup? That's his life. That's his life. Thou maintainest my lot. Sometimes we don't think of Jesus as living in the earth these 33 and a half years. And then we think, well, you know, that was it. Nope, that ain't it. That was it for the earth. But he moved into eternity. Where did he move to? To the Father. To the kingdom of heaven. 
his inheritance. And so he's sharing his inheritance with us. The great, the righteous. That we may be greater. Remaining in righteousness, keeping his word. Being obedient. When he's talking about do greater. And I got that t-shirt online for sale, y'all. Do greater. John 14, 12. When he's talking about do greater, he's talking about doing more than he did. Do greater. Don't just, don't just do what I did and think, ah, oh, that's it. I did what Jesus did. Psh, I'm straight. No, he's commanding us to do greater. Love more. Don't just love as Jesus loves the church. Love more. You're like, how am I going to love more? How many people did Jesus reach? How many people did he reach? Reach more. How many people did he offer salvation to? Offer to more. How many people did he heal? Heal more. How many people did he deliver? Deliver more. Do greater. Do greater. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. Those. Did you? Jesus is the church. Jesus is the church. We can pray the Father any day. In Jesus' name, and he'll give it to us. We can ask Jesus anything, and he'll give it to us. John 14 and 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Ask the Father anything. Ask Jesus anything and he'll give it to you. Why? Because you're not going to ask amiss. Why? Because you are redeemed of Christ. And his ways become your ways. Without Jesus, you can't have his ways. But with Jesus, you're the redeemed. The sin is gone and passed away. You're living eternal life now. Some of y'all think that we got to wait Till we get to heaven to live eternal life. But in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 it says. Our father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Jesus. Thy will be done. The father. In earth as it is in heaven. The inheritance. This earth. Is supposed to be mimicking heaven. In heaven, there is greater. Which is why Jesus keeps telling us to do greater. Because in heaven, there is greater. Whenever you say the name of the Lord, you praise and worship God, you get a greater revelation of who God is to you. Who God is in you, you get a greater revelation. You get a greater revelation. 
So let's read that again. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. No one is good but the father. To have a goodly heritage. Mm. Who's his heritage? Now let's see. The father is his habitation, his inheritance. The lines are falling unto him in pleasant places. And he has a goodly heritage. Are we not to leave an inheritance for our children's children's children? We are his goodly heritage. We are the lines that are falling into him in pleasant places. We are the redeemed of Christ. Instead of us saying, oh, Jesus, you never helped me. No, we said, oh, Jesus, you always helped me. You thought of me. You thought of me before I was even born that you made a way that I would be able to be redeemed and I'll be able to get the inheritance that you got and greater. That I would be able to do what you did and greater. That I would be able to love like you love and greater. God is God. Jesus wants us to exceed what he's done. The abundant overflow. You get that with absolute truth. See, absolute truth says that the word of God is true. All of it. Yes, there are parables so that it, so that the enemy doesn't figure out everything you're doing and all the blessings that Jesus has for you. Jesus coming sooner than we think, y'all. He coming. He's coming for his bride. He's coming. Here's the thing. Jesus don't know exactly when he's coming. Why? Because the father ain't told him when to go. But when Jesus know, we'll know. That's the reason why he don't know now. Jesus wants us to do greater. Why? Because he wants us to get used to the greatness of God. Why? Because sometimes people have trouble accepting new and better things because you know they like their old comfortable lazy no I shouldn't chair we'll just call it a chair we won't say that brand name but some people like their comfortable chair you know it got it's a, it's a little worn it's a little tattered some people prefer their worn out baseball glove a catcher's mitt they, they prefer their catcher's mitt instead of a new one because a new one is kind of tough and it needs to be broken in with God, everything is already blessed. Everything is a good fit. You don't have to beat it and all. You don't have to beat God and all God down. He is a source and a creator. He knows your taste. He knows your taste. He knows what you like. When you enter, when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you receive the the blessings of God. You receive forgiveness of all your sins. And Jesus, oh my goodness. He's the re, forgiveness is better. It, it feels better than when you held your baby for the first time and your baby looking up at you and you're like, oh my goodness, I love you so much. When you get saved, Jesus is looking at you and he said, oh, 
I'm so happy. And that wonderful feeling that you feel, it gets greater. Because of the inheritance that I left for you. My salvation I left for you because I left my salvation for you. You're going to get my inheritance. And guess what? It's greater. It's greater. And Jesus is even saying that even the time from the time that I left this earth and I went home to heaven, I've gotten greater. Some of y'all think that Jesus just remained the same. And he didn't grow. Nope. You cannot be in God's presence and not grow. You get greater. And so in order to remain in Christ, you got to get greater. Why? Because he's getting greater. Just as we in heaven, when we say hallelujah, glory to God. We get a new revelation of who God is in us. Jesus gets revelations. He knows that the father, that Jehovah God is his father, but he don't know. Just like you don't know everything about your mama and your daddy. He don't know everything about his father. Why? Because there's things that are yet to be revealed. He knows what he knows. But sometimes, you know, daddy don't tell you about the t-shirt that he has tucked in the up in the way. It's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, he put that life away. He don't play music no more. You didn't know that he used to be in a band until you found that t-shirt one day you was in a, in a garage. Like, dad, whose t-shirt is this? Oh, that's my old t-shirt. I used to be in a band. Dad, you was in a band? Really? What kind of music did you play, dad? Can you still play? Oh, you know, I can do a little bit, a little something, something. Jesus is continuously doing the greater and he commands us to be like him. Do greater than he did. Do greater. Verse seven, I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. I will bless the Lord who have given me great, who have given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. Mm. When a prince becomes a king, he is crowned a king. He then becomes greater than his parents. Why? Because he receives the inheritance of that line of power. When Queen Elizabeth decides to step down, she would pass on the throne to her son. Who would then become king. Her king has passed on and she is still the reigning queen by blood. Her son will become the reigning king by blood and he will receive the inheritance, which is the power to rule the land of the United Kingdom. And for every other king in this world, the same thing occurs. 
when the king, the elder king gives up the throne, he gives it usually to a bloodline relative. It is rare that it is not passed on to a bloodline relative. I mean, to a, a non-bloodline relative. The requirement is usually that the person must be of that seed, either a son, which is the norm, or a daughter. In some cases where the, the children have passed on, then it would pass on to a child of the son or a nephew or a cousin. But it's normally the son. And so why am I telling you this? Jesus was the prince and he was crowned the king. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus became greater. You will never be above your father because you came from your father. But the power, the inheritance that your father passes on to you will make you greater than you were before. Jesus became greater when he ascended to heaven, when he ascended to the throne. He became greater. When he says, instruct me in the night seasons, he's saying, in this sinful place, I do not want to give up my throne. If I surrender to this sin, I am giving up my inheritance, my throne, and I don't want to give up my throne, Father. I am sticking with you, Lord God. It is tough. It is difficult. Because even in hell, he was still a prince. He was still a king. Even in hell. You're like, well, wait a minute. How was he still a king? He had not been crowned yet. Remember, he was walking out his life. His heart is in the future because that's where his father is. But he was walking out his life. And his blood is still the blood of the father. So even though, say, for example, you have a prince moving about the earth, even though his title is prince, he is still king. Why? Because that's his bloodline. He just has not received the blessing and the prayer yet. He has not received the official ceremony. But the bloodline is still a kingship bloodline. Jesus is giving us his bloodline in inheritance. His bloodline inheritance belongs to us. He calls us kings. Remember, he's the king of kings. That would be us. He's over us. Verse eight, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Jesus could not succumb to sin nor bow down to the torment because the bow down to the torment is to release himself from the father. To release himself from his kingship. He will not move from God. We are not to move from God. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. 
My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. He calls himself holy one. And this is in capital letters. So he's, he's, he's acknowledging his throne. And his bloodline covenant heritage with his father. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Glory to God. Jesus reminds the Father, I am your lineage. Your joy has become my joy. Your life extends through me. Don't forget me. Because look, I have not forgotten you. Even in all this pain. I know I'm taking a punishment for our creation. I thank you, Father God. I trust you and believe you that you remember who I am. I trust you, Lord God. I trust you. To God be the glory. Jesus paid the price on the cross for all of us. That we would be saved. And that we would do greater. That we would be saved. And that we would do greater. Psalms 23 and 3 says, He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Jesus' prayer and Psalm 16 continued to uplift that God would restore him from darkness to light. That the punishment of God would not exceed what God had already written down. See, for Jesus to say anything else is doubt and a spirit of doubt will prolong your torment. Like it prolonged the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. Doubt. It was a two week trip. It took them 40 years. Jesus knew that doubt would prolong his time in hell. Instead of three days, it probably would have taken 300 years had he allowed doubt to enter into his mind concerning the Lord and God's punishment. Obedience unto the Lord, absolute truth is absolute obedience unto God. Trusting and believing God that he will do exactly what he says and that he will not shrink back from you. Remember, God says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. God's inheritance, the inheritance that Jesus left for us is salvation. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then now is the time. 
Now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Jeremiah 29 and 11 is the scripture that I was just talking about. When God says that he'll never leave. He says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Glory to God. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong about that. Hold on a second. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, save the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. And I give to you an expected end. God already planned our ending from the beginning. Uh, hold on a second. Hebrews 13 and 5. I apologize. Uh, Hallelujah. I just want to make sure I got this right for you. I want you to go outside and misquote something. Amen. Amen. Okay, so. uh, uh, Amen. Okay, so in Hebrews, it's uh, I'm going to read 13 through 4 through 6. As uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Let your conversations be without without covetousness and be content with such, without sin, okay? Be content with such things as ye have, for he have said, I will never leave, leave thee nor forsake thee. So that ye say, so that ye may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, um, I didn't mean to run over that. So, where it says, let your conversations be without covetousness. That it that means to be without sin. That's like, for example, uh, without backbiting, without gossip, and so because backbiting and gossip is not from God, it's from Satan. And so God is saying, don't work, don't, don't worship me in one moment. And then in the next, you go and worship another God with your mouth. And so, uh, you, your parents ever tell you anything like, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. See, that's a part of the inheritance of God. When you, when your words, your conversation don't have sin in them, don't have backbiting and gossiping in them. That's a part of your inherit of your inheritance. Because God, his thoughts of you are lovely and just and good. His thoughts of you are lovely and just and good. And so God wants you to think of other people the way he thinks of you. Where it says in Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thoughts that I think of you. That I think toward you. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Save the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. His thoughts of us are peace and not of evil. So God wants you to have those same thoughts about other people. He wants you to have those same thoughts of other people, which is why you're supposed to cast down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 6. Bring it into obedience. Uh, let me look that up. Says it actually says for the weapons of our war. Let me, you know, I was gonna do it from memory, but we don't do that from memory. And we're gonna offer you salvation in just a second. So it's Second Corinthians. This is all we we 
We're going straight towards salvation. I just want you to, to see this for yourself. Second Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 4 through 6 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled, which means if you have an image from your old life or from your youth and you, and it's an image of fear or it's an image of terror, it's an image of you committing sins. You got to say, I cast down that imagination. I don't receive that. Those are not my thoughts. I rebuke that. See, those thoughts and imaginations are open doors to sin. So you close every door to sin. Say it. I close every door to sin. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. For you folks that are not saved, we're about to, we're about to get you saved so you can say the same thing. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. For God so loved the world. John 3, 16 and 17. This is an offering of salvation. Amen. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward. Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100% make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor and from this day forward I will live for you Jehovah God in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know is commitment Jesus I will get this world for you I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen. My name is Kathy Brocks. Hallelujah. And I'm about to tell you, what can you do right now? Congratulations on your salvation. Amen. You are the redeemed of Christ. 
Your body is now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Go ahead, speak in tongues as the, as the Holy Spirit gives you utterance. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Remember, you can take authority over any sickness in your body. Um, and you, you rebuke sickness is how you do it. There should be no sickness in your body after salvation. But if you if if you if there's something that's still present, trying to linger on or hold on, rebuke it. Rebuke it. Um, oftentimes when you. Um, when you get saved, you also get the benefits of salvation, which is healing, health. Some of y'all, um, some of you know, and some of you don't know. And so as you get, as you gain understanding, then you know to believe for that. And oftentimes when you, I see people that get saved and they get healed at the same time, it's because they were believing for it. They didn't even know. They were just like, I'm believing to be, to be healed. I want to be healed. And all that time they were praying, they were praying unsaved. And when they got saved, bam. That's just things that I've seen. So you take authority over any sickness in your life. Say, I rebuke sickness in my life and I receive healing to my body. (laughs) And stay in faith. Some people get healed immediately and some people, it takes a a couple minutes, sometimes a few hours. It depends on, um, you know, what's going on. What's what, you know, what, uh, what you believe in. Amen. I ain't going to say that you're not healed because you don't believe. I'm just telling you believe because it ain't your power, but it is your faith and your confession of faith. And so if you believe me to be healed, say, I am healed. Jesus didn't say to say the opposite. He says, say, I am healed. And so like, for example, when you try and go to the store and get a new game for your console, you don't just think about it and say, okay, well, the game going to get here. No, somebody got to pay some money. Somewhere, somebody got to trade in something or pay some money for you to get that game. Yeah, they can mail it to the house, but somebody got to pay them something. I mean, if they're giving it to you out of the generosity of their heart, that there is still a form of payment. Somebody got to come up off of something, right? And so God is saying, you know, Keep your faith. Don't come up off your faith. Just keep your faith strong in him. Come up off the doubt. Leave the doubt in the past. Leave doubt in the past. I'm not telling you not to go to a doctor. Doctors are very useful. God uses doctors. God would, the doctors would tell you what devil that is that's, a, that's accosting you. If you have not discerned it yourself, a doctor will tell you what that is. That surely will. When you go to the, anytime you go to a doctor, take the Lord with you. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, come with me to this a doctor's appointment. Amen. You want to keep your faith. You've been praying. To, you can even ask God, God, what is this? What's going on? I want to be healed. What's happening? God has a plan. You may be the one that testifies to your doctor about salvation. Not every doctor is saved. You may be the one that's, that's going to present the gospel to them. Read your Bible every day, starting off with the book of John. Take the foundations course. It's 10 weeks long. It's free. 
And then pray and ask God for a church to go to. I thank you, Lord God, for giving every person a church home to go to that they may learn of you and grow in you and continue to do greater. In the name of Jesus, my name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show. Yes, we are running out of time. But I just want to tell you, Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Go in the peace of God. The peace of the Lord is upon you. Amen. Glory to God.